Hello everyone, welcome back to Mental Health Bar. Thank you for joining us again this week. Uh, I'm quite lucky to have uh, the wonderful John Robertson as my guest this week of Darkroom fame, streamer, comedian, uh, <laughs> exhibitionist, John Robertson. Thank you very much for joining us this week, John Robertson. Thank you, it's a great pleasure. It's a real joy. We are overwrought with bloody emotions here in the Robotron household. We've, yeah, everything, everything is present and correct. Good. Yeah, Good. You've, you've got more than enough. You've got more than enough there. You've got more of things than you need, I'd say. More. Oh, that's a very good definition of me in general. Uh, yeah, <laughs> always, always more things than I than I need. And yet at the same time, at the same time, an endless want. Endless. <laughs> a whistling. Endless lust for more. A whistling empty void in the center yeah. of you. What a fantastic orgasm. Let's have seven more. Let's have seven more. <laughs> Jesus, you've just described no, my I year. I want to fill you up like a goddamn milk bottle pint. That's what <laughs> I want. Christ. I want, well, I want to see it go up the arm. You know that. You know how it, like, when you're a kid, the first time you get a milk bottle and you realize that the milk's actually going up the, the holder as well. That's what I want, but see. Oh, right. <laughs> All the way up. I, I want to look at a lovely lady's arm and go, I'll tell you what that is. That's full of my swimming spunky boys. Oh my god. So this is going to be a serious chat. No. <laughs> that's, that's so bad, John. Just beneath. So... You know, like when they talk about, you know, drug addicts getting that feeling of the spiders crawling beneath their veins. Like, no, I want someone to look down and go, look at these rippling tadpoles swimming up towards me. Anyway, <laughs> hello. Nice. Welcome to Mental Health Bar, where we talk about John's, John's loads. <laughs> that's... That is not how I thought this was going to start. That is not how I thought this was going to start <laughs> at all. I thought well, we were going to... I'm very pleased by it. I, I, I really... I stand by what I've said. I'm done. It's a lovely series of visceral images, and in the end, it's just some subpar William Burroughs bullshit, and that's me all over. Well, after, after the uh, introduction of the eyeglasses, to sooty and uh, sweep with, with googly eyes, and then the description of being filled up like a milk bottle, I'm going to yeah, have... Do you want to... Brilliant dream. Well, do you want tonight. to see the guy who runs Weatherspoons while we're here? Yeah, go on then. Show me. Because he's here. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. So I thought you were going to bring up a picture of. I can't remember his name now, but you're going to bring Tim up Willoughby. a picture. No, that's oh, not yeah. his name. Tim Willoughby's Tim, a mate of Tim, mine. He runs Timothy. Tim, what? Tim Williams? Tim, Tim McVeigh. No, not Tim McVeigh. Anton Levey. Anton LeVay, McVitie's Biscuits, um, LeVar Burton. <laughs> LeVar Burton, new, new host of Jeopardy, LeVar Burton. Is, oh, LeVar, Bur LeVar Burton. Oh yeah, I know who that is. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Mr. But, LaForge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought you were going to bring up a picture of Tim Martin. That's it. Yeah, Tim uh, Martin. Tim Martin. And you just, a duck, a duck, that, and it's so close. Is it actually yep. like a Tim Martin duck or is it, what's no, it meant? Blanker. Oh, that's that's blanker from street fighter <laughs> how but now i can't unsee that i know now, <laughs> now i can't unsee that it is it is blanker I from street folks i'm not paying me workers oh, right. <laughs> please come to my bar 
for those of you listening at home, I should describe it because John Robertson has just lifted up a, a rubber duck shaped like Blanca from Street Fighter 2 uh, with googly eyes. And it looks exactly like Tim Martin, owner and purveyor of Weatherspoons. Jesus. Yeah, and, and yet, of course, does... you, remember, you remember, of course, that Blanca's main ability was to be electrocuted in Street Fighter 2. And uh, yes. if only Tim had just give that a red hot fucking go, you know, just a, I'd be up for that. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean... The fact that this is a rubber duck that conducts electricity, take it as a message, Tim. Take it as a message. <laughs> what a tragic accident that would be. I, accident. Sell tickets, mate. Do it. Put it on sports. Put it on Sky Sports. Oh, why not? Why not? Why well, not? I mean, well, the thing is, people do that all the time. It's like, um, okay, I've got a, I have a, an inbuilt deep fucking anger, uh, which I believe is what he's for. I believe this is why this bloke yeah. exists. Um, yeah. Against... Um, Oh, the armadillo-faced motherfucker, uh, Logan Paul, right? Yeah, that so, guy. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is, no part of what he's done with his life has ever intersected with me, because that's the nice thing about the world at the minute is somebody can be one of the most famous YouTubers on the planet, unless you yeah. watch them, you haven't heard of them. No. You know, I'm no. I'm not going to school. I am 35 for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, I don't know who these people are. Right. No, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, but when he went down to the uh, the Japanese suicide forest, oh, filmed God. filmed the body that was found, and yeah. then of course you got to remember because people acted acted like it was a live stream. People sort of acted like, well, that was an accident. He had no choice. Like, no, no, he took that footage, took it home, went through his very very large infrastructure of people. He's not editing yeah. his own videos for Christ's no, sake. He lives in a bloody no. mansion, right, yeah. with a whole bunch of actual staff. And, you know, and infrastructure that's just for, you know, YouTubing goes off. So that's been, that's gone through the, whatever their legal department is. It's yep. gone through their producers. It's gone through the editing process, decided to release it, genuinely exploited someone's suicide. Right. And then I just remember, and it was just a, just a little thing. I just put out, you know, I really hope that one day, one day when Logan Paul dies, his funeral is filmed uh, so that someone can monetize his death. I think that'd just be a fantastic thing to do because it's such a disrespectful <laughs> yeah. thing. And it was so funny because that that hit American teenagers. And they're sort of like, no, that's a really mean thing to say to wish that someone would die. I'm like, no, what a terrible thing to do is monetize someone else's suicide. Yeah. You know, yeah. whoa, I can't believe we found this. It's like, cool. There used to be a movie called The Blair Witch Project. And fuck, I wish that had happened to him and his little friends in the fucking woods. I can't believe that that I can't believe that was eat like that for me that should have been the end of him you know like yeah. there and then I this is a very weird thing to be discussing now because it was a while ago but um at the end that should have been the end that we ever heard of Logan Paul we never heard of him again but yeah, actually but we have to hear from his brother now indeed well. indeed but but the thing is Logan Paul ended up I mean he ended up doing some public statement about mental health awareness which yeah. whether that was face saving or a genuine uh genuine bit of research into the topic i mean the you know we've put the cart before the horse it's all you've already gone and done a truly bizarre inexcusable yeah. psychotic thing mm. you know ludicrous in every way you know like it, it'd be like me sort of going well i'm going to host an audio only podcast in which i find that man's dead mother and i just continually vomit repeatedly into wherever she's buried and you can only hear Jesus. the audio of it, you know, and it's not live, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. a ridiculous activity. 
yeah, it's yeah. something that only somebody so fixated with the idea of, well, I make this and, you know, and, and never question themselves in any way, which yeah. everyone has to at some point or another, can go and do such a demonstrably awful thing. But he did, uh, this is, this is, you know, this is the last thing I have on this. It's just, <laughs> at least there was some mental health fucking awareness statements made. Yeah. Hopefully some lesson learned. And then he and his brother went into boxing, which is them attempting to monetize their own suicide. So there we go. I'm fine with that. I'm fine yeah, with that. Well, oh yeah. The trouble is, unfortunately, they've got enough money that they actually train so, and they they can they pick fighters who they can actually beat. Yeah. Which <laughs> people is a bit in annoying. retirement. People in retirement. They're like, come out of retirement. Yeah. The guy. The guy's yeah, been come, retired. Come out of for... retirement. Or, or the one where it's like, I'm just going to fight another YouTuber. I'm like, fight Yui Bowl. Fight yeah. old film director Yui Bowl. <laughs> Do you remember when he beat up those film critics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. That was great. Yeah, I'd, I'd I've that. never enjoyed a single Yui Bowl film. He seems like a brutally unpleasant man. Yeah. But at the same time, they're nerd. This is what you get for talking <laughs> shit on the internet. Imagine that. I'd watch that. Have that him versus them versus Russell Crowe. Just with this. Yeah, weird but Russell accent. can't do shit unless he's got a phone in his hand. He's got nothing. Once. Once phones got small and made a glass, he couldn't do shit anymore. Couldn't Russell. do anything anymore. No. Nothing. He needs a hotel phone. Needs a big Full one. Full weight of it. Full weight yeah. of it. Can't even hang yeah. up. Can't even hang up with no new phones. Can't even hang up yeah. on people. You yeah. just have to. I'll tell you what, if Russell Crowe had been popular in the 80s, that hotel clerk would have died. Russell Crowe <laughs> with the bloody 80s cell phone, this fucking brick just lobbed at your head. He would have just. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm. Yeah, in fact, it's, it's, it's better that it wasn't. It was is better than oh. it was in an eighties. Infinitely I'm, better. How do I how do I not say something horrific about this? Is what my brain is trying to get get around. But so all all of that happens. So um, I'm I'm ask, I've asked you on the show because uh, like uh, like me we we're both comedians, both streamers. You're obviously uh, have a much much larger audience on um, Twitch. We de you definitely do. That was just a fact. That's absolutely. I, lo I loved this. The, the word "obviously" was doing a lot of heavy lifting there, wasn't it? For a obviously, second, was like, well, yeah. it oh, wasn't obvious, obvious between me. us. Obvious to us that you have a no, much larger. No, 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 don't, don't, don't do that. No one, no one ever knows how well someone else is doing. Like, oh, not really. That's. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, but it's like it's like there are different, you know, different levels of fame. It's like, um, okay, it's like when I was a kid, I got myself a Star Trek customizable card game packet, right? Yeah, I pulled it out. It had Major Kira Norris in it. She was a rare card. I looked up how much that was allegedly worth, and I'm saying to my grandmother, "This is worth seventy five bucks." And she went, "What does that mean?" And I went, "Well, you know, if you wanted to buy it off me, you'd have to give me seventy five bucks." She went, "I'd give you nothing for it," you know, like, and she, and that was this lovely moment of going, "Not everything means the same to everybody no. else." Oh, you make a very good point there. That uh, see now that is such a nice. So that in itself, I mean the 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 allegory or the analogy there is is great. The, the anecdote behind it is great. But what I mean is that in itself, the worth of something to someone else isn't equivalent to the worth of someone else to someone else. Yeah, see what I I mean? well, yeah. Well, entirely. It's like um, I found out because I mean I had a TV show over here. It was on a channel very few people saw. Right oh. to the people who saw the show and liked it, that yeah. meant something. To the yeah. people who saw the show and didn't like it, that also meant something. To the people who browsed through and would occasionally see me at comedy and go, oh, I think I've seen him do that, it meant something. And if you didn't see it, it meant fuck all. It meant nothing yeah. at all. Yeah, that is Like true. my mother was happy for me, but it wasn't on the one Australian TV station she watches. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, my mom my mom is the same with that so i have had during this lockdown i do obviously i do i stream like uh, like you do and uh my mom 
um, I, I went on to Twitch. I went from Facebook to Twitch. I went Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, because Facebook and YouTube, not great for live streaming. Twitch, fantastic. And if you're a geek, Twitch is the place to be. You know, that's where you are. My mum just, her internet can't even support a Zoom call, let alone a full Twitch stream. She's watching me, essentially what she's watching is a, a series of still slides of her son mess around with a puppet uh, sometimes and talk about Dungeons and Dragons in a funny way and do voices every now and then. And she's like, so this is your job now? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she goes, didn't you used to do, weren't you in a magazine? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was for cultural satire. And she was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> But she doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She's, you know, she, she's, she's proud of me, but she doesn't get it. So well, it, as you say, she's watches channel one through four. <laughs> That's it. Yep. But that, but that happens. It's um like my, look, my mum's, my mum, I think long ago just went, just let him do whatever it is. As long as he's looking after himself, it's fine. That's it. She comes into the chat. She comes into the chat. And when I do the show Sunday lunch with, yeah. When I do Sunday lunch with your dad, where I'm a divorced Aussie dad, she's come in and she is now in the universe of the show yeah. she is the grandmother to the kids i'm talking to and oh wow yeah so the like the, the the crowd the crowd in the chat will go nanatron when they realize she's there because it's robotron's mum and so of course it's their grandmother nanatron they get very excited That's and she's amazing. very good and she doesn't talk to um she doesn't talk to the character of dad as me it's just her son just a generic concept of her son, but she's engaged with the story of this live action soap opera, which is great. Which That's also, amazing. to be honest, describes her relationship with me in general. I've engaged with the content of this live action soap opera I see before <laughs> me. It, it fell out of my womb. I didn't think it would keep talking. <laughs> this is this this has gone on way longer than i thought what are we on we're on season 35 and i'm enjoying yep. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the first few seasons not much content but you very you've got to forgive them you've got to forgive it early it yeah. takes a while to get good it takes, takes three seasons take three seasons yeah. before it engages with you and then it just seemed to take on a life of its own around the 18th season <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's, but my mum does the same. It's a Sunday show, but the, mine's in the evening, obviously. Mine's uh, later. And uh, she, she drops in just to have a chat. And it's, it's, it's Mrs. Purchase. That's what they call it. Oh, nice. She still, does, does yours still buy you buy your tickets? Does she still buy you like a coffee or a donate or anything? Does yours do that? My no, she, um, she buys people gift subs. Oh, see, that's nice. But I, I count that. I count that because yeah. she's, she's oh, it's, contributing it's lovely. to the show. It's lovely. But we, we haven't had the... Um, we haven't had the your mother has resubscribed notification. We have um, she she gives out like she gives them out like candy to the kids. It's That's, really nice. Well, there's originals, yeah. just merriment. Yeah, or she she's always been deeply supportive, you know. And so, some would argue enabling, but either way is good, <laughs> you know. That's yeah. I, I feel like we've got similar parents. My, my mom's the same. She comes in. She she doesn't give gift subs because she, she doesn't understand. If you say show you know show off your bits. On, on, on it she'll be like i'm not doing that it's rude so she wouldn't be like yeah exactly don't make that face she'll fall in love with you um <laughs> don't i still don't have a stepdad uh and i couldn't deal with it being younger than me um <laughs> uh, i i really have to describe what's looking just because we have podcast listeners john, john okay. has glasses with googly eyes stuck to them and if i start laughing for no reason it's because john has yeah, put yeah. on i wish to make this clear 
it's not just one, you know, set of googly eyes. There, it's it's spotted, it's spotted remarkably. Like, take take the idea of a leopard, and now each one of those spots is glaring back at you, except for the one that just fell off, which I hope you could hear, dear listener. And that's what's going on. It's a little more arachnid than I'm normally comfortable with. It's that tricker. Is it trichodecophobia? The ones with the yes, yes. That's that's what it Uneven might surfaces. Act. Yeah, is that yeah. what it is? It for me, well, it was the. Um, peas on that girl's arms though, or knees yes it, yeah it's yeah. It, it's 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 to do with like a series of circles of different sizes i don't like um it. yeah I don't i've got it. a i've got a tattoo that triggers that on people it's not meant to i found out after i got the tattoo you know i don't i don't live my life just to spite people with a very specific phobia <laughs> that is a very specific phobia to spite someone with as well. Yeah, I'm going to Trick- fucking show those guys. Show you those- something about. You're going to accept the size of every circle, you fuck. Yeah, you no. bastards. Have you ever Bastard. looked at a honeycomb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anger. What you need yeah. the entire world to tessellate, do you? No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. A- absolutely fucking not. No, Jesus I bet that was- How when, did you I find mean, that out? Who showed it? Who told you? How did I find you? that out? Yeah. Uh, the first uh, Facebook comment written about it. Oh my god. I, uh, Yep. Uh, I mean, I got that. Ta- let, let's let's put it this way. Um, I got that tattoo in the middle of a pretty savage grief journey. It's a grief right. tattoo. It was a yep. went to my mate, a tattooist with a piece of artwork that was done by my best friend, who was the person who died. And I said, like, you will do this now. And uh, and we're just going to get all of it done in the one go. There'll be no coming back. It'll be Jesus. you. And it was fine. You know, like it was six hours. I drank a big bottle of Coke. We had a great time, had a beautiful chat. I was just high on grief, um, which yeah. does happen with me. Um, there can be real mania. Got yeah. you know, got that all done, took a bunch of photos, sent those out. And it's that thing where when you're grieving, every everything in you is acute. Like every like sensations are so much larger than anything else. Um, like I I have been in a different room when my phone has vibrated from, um, you know, a simple text whilst either grieving or ill. And um, it has been as though thunder has gone off in the next room and I have jumped and just fucking terrified. Um, But yeah, I just remember somebody who just saw the tattoo uh, just immediately wrote down, well, that's my trypophobia, you know, um, activated. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'll come to your fucking house. Don't you, don't you understand? This is a beautiful thing that I've done. For a real, and I was like, well, no, of course they don't. There's no context to this. You just put up no. a photo on yeah, the yeah, internet. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jesus, John, it's not, it's not normally, the internet's not normally great with people's mental health. No. Unless you give them a context. And then the people who are bad with it are either deeply ignorant or deliberately trying to be bad. There's a lot of them as well now. Oh yeah, yeah, but they're they're shits, and they're the ones with the broken, empty fucking lives and broken, empty skulls. If they get near me, <laughs> <laughs> that's not plausible. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I would if I wanted to. <laughs> I wouldn't though. I'm not actually, but I'd like to. Is the point I'm making? Yeah, it's a desire more than anything else. Well, I, I realized I realized at one point with my Twitch channel every time and we so rarely get dickheads right yeah but every dickhead we get i realized at one point i was giving the same voice to i just assumed that all of them were 15 year old boys who were like me when i was 15 and i I just thought okay you've learned 
five new exciting words that you think are the offensive ones. Okay, well, you're not good at it. You're not good at it. You know, yeah. like you, you haven't you haven't yet learned that in order to really make dark comedy, you actually have to have either experienced it or been really close to the people have had you. It's actually done with empathy. That way you can mm. understand what's going on. And then you, you know, and then you need a command of the English language that you can actually put things together. So even mechanically you can make a joke, right? But you want yeah. to make something really beautiful and funny other than just, I said the bad word. Oh, look, I can touch my doodle. I'm touching it though. I, my, my hand is long enough to reach it now. I'm a growing boy. You know what I mean? It's, is that the voice yeah, you I realized, well, well, that's, that's what I think they are. You know, I right, always yeah, think, yeah. oh, it's a try hard teenager. It's usually a sort of shit dick bloke who's about 55. Oh, is it? I, oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah. the same. A couple of times. We've had, um, we've had crap American road comics who don't know their business. Sort of like, let me, let me tell you how to be funny on the internet. And then, like, if they're really cunty, we block them. And then later when I'm bored, I'll go and see if they've got a channel. And right. it's funny. When you've got it's a bloke... Bad. When you've got a guy with no neck sitting in the corner of his screen saying nothing while playing Call of Duty and you're like, I'm going to take entertainment advice from this guy. Yeah. And uh, let's see who's in his chat. Three bots. Fantastic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's, uh, he's nailed it. Uh, what you don't know is he has he, those bots are actually a, a, an AI. It's Skynet. He is Skynet's yeah. favorite comic. And But it should tell you something, though. It should tell you something that the voice of a shit dick unfunny 55 year old tryhard is indistinguishable online from the voice of a 15 year old tryhard because yeah. the content's the same the content's the same it's the same. Learned nothing you don't know how to do anything it's the you same yeah. if anything i'm giving it a compliment because i'm like there's still hope i can hit them yeah. around the head and it's going to be fine which i don't mind doing and it's interesting too like just just quietly how receptive <laughs> people can be to you going ah oh, don't do that it, it's yeah. quite nice to, uh, you know, because when, when people have that sort of fake straw man idea of, oh, everyone's offended all the time, or there's mm. like, I've been alive 35 years. I've seen this dance a lot. I genuinely, I jump on tables for a living. I scream, I'm going to fuck you in the mouth to people. Most of my days at work, I steal people's pints. I am genuinely an offensive fucking human being. And I get, I do it for money, right? You could do just about anything you want in entertainment, as long as the people there find it entertaining. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the entirety of that social contract. If you yeah. say to the people, "We're going to do this," and the people go, "All right, we agree with you," there, that's your show. And if they then go, "Actually, I've now ceased to be entertained," well, you're no longer doing your job. Yes. you know. So yeah. that's yeah. So it's one of those things where it, if you don't make a big deal, because people will say stuff like it's the you know like ah, I've got an Excalibur and I'm slaying a dragon, and you sort of just kind of go. Well, that's nothing, but that, you know, like that's a really old school, boring thing to say. Can you just don't do that? You know, just, and they do tend to go, oh yeah, sorry. They go, yeah. oh yeah, they calm down. And then the but, ones who go, it was a joke. I mean, we had a guy the other day did a classic. It's, it's a joke, bro. Calm down. And I just went, you know, it's not funny though. It's just a bit dull. And then yeah. we didn't talk to him. And then like 20 minutes later, he's like, yeah, so, yeah, I've had a think. I'm sorry about that. It's like, good on you. Oh what yeah. You know? That's nice. What do you know? You that's well, so rare. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you say rare, it's just direct interaction. Mm. If you're in a bar with someone, right? People, you know, if people love this idea of, 
ah, I've said a bad thing, and now someone that I've made up in my head is screaming because they're so upset and therefore this is important. It's like, no, no, what's happened is several people who've heard that several million times yeah. are now just think less of you and are bored. Yeah. And the people who are genuinely upset have lived through more hell than you'll ever experience, you know, and are actually <laughs> yeah. stronger and braver than you'll ever fucking be. You know, so one of those things, you know, fucking hell. It's, I don't understand it. I don't understand the need to come. Well, I, I understand the need for attention, but I don't understand that thing on Twitch. And I, 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 I purported, no, I suggested to my chat on Friday that we should have a thing where everyone gets a, uh, every, you can tell whatever joke you like. You can tell whatever joke you like, whatever you like, whenever you like. However, it then gets judged by a panel of professional comedy writers and comedians. And if it's shit or not funny, you get punched in the genitals. I feel like that is the compromise that those people should get. So they have to take, because there's the direct consequence for it being a bad joke. Or not being a joke, just being an insult. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good idea. It's got it's got its charm. It's not feasible. It's, it's obviously a, obviously well, no, it'll a... also just lead to ninety percent of the comedy community getting their genitals punched in. <laughs> but that's what it, it feels would, like anyway, buddy. So, but it would heighten audience attendance at open mic, and lower oh. the amount of people who'd come back. That'd be yes. great. Except except it really would make it really would make pervs double down, and that's always it annoying. Would. That's you know, true. Yeah, yeah, here we go. You know, the guy the guy who will deliberately try to tank the fucking gong show. You know, yeah, you yeah. get about an army of them like, then they touch my penis and it hurts. Yes, this is what I wanted. Kick <laughs> me. other said it should be. I am ashamed. So yes. Um, it's Bill Murray and Little Shop of Horrors is what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Now, uh, now. Bill Murray? Bill Murray and Little Shop of Horrors, you know, where he's, uh, he wants to be worked on by Steve Martin. Oh, is that Bill yes. Murray? Yeah, yeah. He's in the Bill dentist Murray chair. In, in, Bill Murray in a role originated by Jack Nicholson's hairline. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a thing until, my, yeah. until I met my wife. You know, from the eyebrows up, Bill Murray and Jack Nicholson are the same man. God. <laughs> There's a lot in common. There's a lot in common. A lot They're in common. Well, like... yeah, I mean, they, look, they both figured out, they figured out some time ago, the way to go and be in a film is you take your own mannerisms, but now you're whoever that person is. So you just do your behaviors, but at the level that person would be doing them at. Yes. It's great. <laughs> it is a Jack great Nicholson way to is the Joker. The Joker is Jack Nicholson. And that's not, here's a great deep performance. It's, well, if I was a clown, I guess I'd speak like this. <laughs> like, fantastic, you know? Just really smile good. a bit more. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And the prosthetics can do that for him. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to get the lines. Doesn't need to get the lines on his face. Doesn't need to get the, yep. uh, the creases. Um, so yeah, so well, I've, I've invited you on here. We've, we've been talking for a while now. We've been talking yeah, about yeah. comedy uh, and that's great. That's fine. But the, mental yeah, health. Comedy is fine. I'm, I'm glad we chose to pursue it for a living. I'm glad. Very different directions, adequate. I feel. Yeah. But yet managed to get to the same platform <laughs> very different yeah. ways. Entirely. Yes. I love that. I absolutely love having the fact that everyone that's there is different. Like everyone that's done this has done it differently. Like every single successful stream comic is a different. You don't have, you just don't have the same type. There's not two. Because if there was, someone would go to the better one. 
it's that's that's just how Twitch works. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But now I see, I see that you've I see you've just presumed that anything on the internet's a meritocracy, and good on you. What a <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> idea. Yeah, if yeah. Going, look, if we're going to run the metrics on this, how are you, fellow minnow? It's a joy to see you. Gosh, I hope we can try to swim up river for spawning season. You know, <laughs> looking forward to Fucking it. Fucking hell. <laughs> No, we, I'm t- I'm just, we are as nothing, pal. I know we're as nothing. I'm just I'm talking about it in a positive way. We're having there's there's lots of different. I like the variety. It's good to I be like, nothing. It's very it's, zen of you. How marvelous! Finally, I, Buddhism and nihilism together at last. I, I like being nothing. I think that there's no responsibility then. There's nothing. Please make absolutely certain as you shout that you like being nothing. Please, if you feel in any way a tremor in your genes, this conversation is over. I'm not free doming you. Oh no, no, not, no, this is not. We're not having this. But I love being nothing, Daddy. All right. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's the responsibility of entropy. Like that, I know that the universe will explode one day. That's. I'm just glad that I'm. I'm. I'm here for a bit, and that I can make some people laugh about uh, whatever's going on in the Middle East. Um, that's. <laughs> um, that's uh, just just one. Wait, wait, thing. hang on, hang on, <laughs> Chris. Is that your? Is that your fresh hot angle for comedy? <laughs> no, I, I just have. Know. I, I have a little hey, joke. Gang, about I know, it. I know, Brexit's no fun, but get a load of what's happening in Palestine. Eh? The Gaza Strip, eh? am I right? Oh, it might be at the out, out of interest. How how does this go down in the? How does this go down in the region? Are you have you gone in? Have you tried to? Do have I taken it to the Middle East? Have I taken the yeah. joke down to that? Do you want to hear the joke first? So that I'd we just very excited. Okay, it's really easy. It's it's all it's even. It's just a, a simple one liner. It's just pointing at people wearing a t shirt and saying, "Sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out." Am I right? Repeating it, and then and that's why there's so much conflict in the Middle East. It's a very simple joke. It's yeah, a very yeah, yeah. simple joke. I wasn't going to tell it. I was just, I was making an offhand comment. No, that's great. But, that's really uh, good. But I will happily take the piss out of any subject as long, and, and as long as it's done right, like we were saying about jokes a second ago, I think that no one loses there. There's no one, I'm not taking the piss out of one side or the other. <laughs> look, I'm not, look, yeah. look it's, it's a technical exercise. Yes. You know? Faintly amusing noise, faintly amusing noise, faintly amusing noise, dark place. That's Dark fine. Place. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great trope. That's a real. It's good. It's it's mechanical. It's nice. It's you know what? It's one of those few jokes about the conflicts in the Middle East that I think everyone there can enjoy. We can all get on board with, no matter the that's age exactly or right. gender. It doesn't matter who owns that land. I think everyone can agree. Lots of people being shot. <laughs> Lots of people. I I'm, I feel like I'm worse than Logan Paul now. Uh, no, I don't think me... so. I mean, worse at monetizing. Absolutely. Terrible. I mean, this should have been a TikTok dance. This is as I tell it. Just yeah, suns out, guns out. No, no, seriously, just do suns out, guns out, suns out, guns, and that's why there's conflict in the Middle East. Look, it's great. You tell you, tell you what. This was not you... supposed to turn into a workshop, by the way. This was it's not... not a workshop. I'm not look. You know why it's not a workshop? Because I'm not going to ever attempt to improve your joke. Good. Because I can't. It works. It's great. It's a great, great fucking gag. Good I'm joke. just going to make the point that if you had died, like if you if you if you were dead and it was 30 years from now, yeah, there would be some uk comedy historian who would be talking about you like they talk about malcolm hardy and that joke would be passed around it would be great it would i i, I do you know i thought you were gonna I, th- I thought you were gonna go in a different direction then i thought you were gonna say if you died there would be some uk teenage kids doing tiktok dances to that joke using my original well words. 
Well, look, you're not on TikTok. That you don't exist to them yet. You've got to get once you're there and yeah. on the platform, then you'll have a second life there. But not I, on Second Life. That's some old school that's old virtual school. reality shit these days. That's so old school that I saw an NCIS episode about it. That's how old school. Jesus second life. Christ, that is old school. But oh, two God. people, two people are hacking Second Life on one keyboard. I've never seen such nonsense. <laughs> <me. laughs> one on each half, as if as if you don't need oh, all of them. That'll be and that'll be Abby and Proby next to each other. I don't know. Is that who it was? I I only saw it. The if one it was episode. the nerd and the goth. Yes. They chased him through Second Life as if you needed to chase someone through cyberspace. It was like, oh, quickly, follow him. And I was like, that's not how computers <laughs> work. Even the lawnmower man was better than this. Well, Jesus. Like, sorry. It's, it's that moment of going, wait, hang on, hang on. You can't ring the developer? You're the cops, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Just phone them. Phone them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, where is this person? Cheers. G'day. Yeah. Hi, mate. Hi, mate. I mean, Christ, we're... You know, we're on, we're on the internet. This is the place where American teenagers call SWAT teams down on each other for fuck's sake. They have a you thing. So Swatting is a thing. Sw I can't believe that. Swatting is a thing. Swatting is oh. a goddamn thing. And yet NCIS like, no, no, run. Shit, what's your run speed at? What's your run stat? I, I, we're not fast enough. Level up. Level, Level up. up. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Oh. I love the idea. Because they were like, oh, he's spoofing his IP address. I'm like, not if he's playing Second Life, he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. no, no, he isn't. Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry. So, yes, we're, again. No, no, it's oh, good. It's good. The master of distraction. Um, mental health, John. Yes, <laughs> mental man. health. Yep. So, mental health. I, I, I've suffered mental health problems. That's why I started this show. Is there anything that in your career that you would say comes from, uh, uh, sorry, no, a better way of wording it is, um, you have had mental health problems in the past yeah. and you've been very open about it. Um, would you say that you uh, cope with them and they're part of you, or would you say that they have been like a problem in your career, a, a hurdle to get over? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I've, I've never felt like I couldn't do something because yeah. of where my mental health was i've i've had times when i've thought this is agony and then mm. done it but yeah. i've I, like i've yeah i've always yeah there are things that i haven't questioned that i've done while unwell uh yeah. and then yeah. found out that i was very productive later like yeah. um like when i went someone said to me oh hey you're meant to be doing this uh the gaming festival but the gaming festival is cancelled due to corona maybe you could do a, a show on that weekend and i went oh well obviously we'll do a 48 hour version of my one hour long interactive stand-up <laughs> show and we're going to raise a lot of money for charity and yeah. that was just and that's exactly what we did and it worked it worked really well but now that i'm not in that mania and we're gearing up for a 50 hour version i'm here sort of like oh christ how did we do this this is going to be painful like not for the crowd speed. crowd will have a great time but i'm gonna this is gonna fuck me up Mm. and you know and, and it's something you worry about whereas with that it was just this you know fucking mania and um yeah i mean i just i tend to yeah i like the positive side of it is i will uh lean into things and just do them yes. but you, you you only realize that your feet weren't touching the ground when you don't remember really doing any of those things and uh <laughs> you're a little confused as to how they happened that's yes. that's fun and i and i've never been on enough enough external chemicals to turn around and jovially go, ah, well, that was my wild years. It's like, no, they've all been like that. It doesn't end. 
Yeah, that's the productive cycle. That's all that is. That is the yeah, that, yeah, idea. That, that's the productive cycle. And the destructive cycle is definitely present and yeah. unreasonable and um, deeply, deeply unfun. And um, like learning how to do things again after trauma is a real pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, like genuinely, genuinely having sending texts and just being like, no, that read like that, that read like you're normal. You'll be accepted by those people. That's fine. You know, yeah. a ridiculous, unnecessary, almost childlike psychodrama for essentially sending a text to someone who's a new friend of yours, you know, that you don't know very well. And all you're trying to do is go, hey, shall we go hang out at the bar? And you, you know, and yet you your brain's it. still like, fuck, is that, oh, oh, Jesus, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Do you get it yeah. where you're, so for that, like in, in that particular subject, do you get that thing um, where you are worried that you're being too enthusiastic with someone? Like you're when, with a new friend, you're like, hey, I've got to talk to you. And then there's a point at which you're like, I have to stop because I, this is too much. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, this is a thing that uh, it took, it took a long time to learn and it becomes a, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I, I learned really years ago. And then over the course of the pandemic, when, you know, you don't see people and you just sort of like, you know, I don't know. I think, I think you get sort of pushed back a bit emotionally and yeah. it becomes like, uh, actually, yeah, hang on. The, the, probably the best way of phrasing it would be if you ever think to yourself, oh, in any context, this is my only chance at, and that can be like, oh, it's, it's my night off. I need to see people. Otherwise I'll be depressed. Ah, right. <laughs> yeah. That means more to you than what you're actually doing which is going oh shit who's out who's out who wants to go out you know who mm. wants to go to the pub right yeah and it, yeah so i get i get that and that that filters into to things if i decide something is like my one shot at something or it's like super important but that's irrational and it it's irrational. um yeah it's it's not something that yeah it's it's annoying it's annoying when that to to realize that was coming back you know, I, I got rid of that in pretty much everything I do, you know, like it became, well, I mean, like if you, if you're going to learn how to cope with rejection in the comedy world, yeah. what you do is yeah. you go, well, you just take what, however many shots you want, you know, and it, it doesn't matter if that one fails, the next one or whatever, something will work, you know, yes. you just have to keep going. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's strange to be unexpectedly like hit by pangs of desperation and that's um yeah i mean that's a combination of like isolation and loneliness and just going going stir crazy okay you know, is, that, I've, is that something you've had during the pandemic then is that something yeah during the pandemic but also yeah. um i because i never really questioned anything until i had a breakdown yeah. um i for instance didn't realize i i knew jovially like i would go out you know, go out and do, um, you know, do stand up, whatever, right. Go to her. And then I would go home and that's all I did. You know, yeah. and that's, that's all I, I did. Like people would say to me in London, like, do you live here? We never see you. It's like, no, no, I go out. I work. I have a great time. I come home. I party hard at home. Right. But I went, it yeah, eventually, like I was joking to myself at the start of the pandemic. It was like, well, this isn't anything different. You never used to leave the house. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, the only thing that's different is you're not getting on the mega bus to go to Plymouth. This is great. This is great. But then at the same time, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, right, 
me oh what is it three years ago three years mm. ago somebody uh came around the house gas man to fix the meter and i popped out the door in the most paranoid state you can imagine like who fucking who, who what the fuck is what yeah you know yeah. like a like a fucking spider getting something on the web like what the fuck is that you know <laughs> right and yeah and and realizing that that's that's more of a um more of a thing you know that's yeah. like we we had a thing with um they came around to f do something to the electrics um mm. months ago and they knocked on my door and like if you knock on my door and i don't expect you there i don't like it i don't know why i don't like it but i do not no part of me goes that's good news right no not since i've come to london has anyone unexpectedly knocked on my door and it been a friend it's you know <laughs> mail you know what i meant mail very good but if it's yeah you know like there's like a team of fucking knife salesmen they're legitimate knife salesmen they come by every two years and it's charming as fuck but also if you're not feeling great it's that money i don't have time for your fucking whimsy you know <laughs> you're whimsy. Yes, you could, well it well th those guys are whimsical as fuck it's a family it's a family of knife salesmen it's astonishing is that, I've, like, I've never heard of it I've never heard oh of it's it. amazing like it of uh, this van pulls up right, right. and th these guys i look they're just they're just fucking magnificent if you get the dad that's really good but like the first time i met them i followed one of them because they sell knives and pillows right and so you just got a guy with like a sheaf of steak knives and a pillow chasing a woman down the street right like do you want some of these do you want some of these love right and i i chased him because i was sort of like no no come on you know let, leave her alone <laughs> let her yeah, get yeah. into her house jesus you know? <laughs> well because it's pretty fucking threatening it's like i can smother you and i'll kill you no one will hear your screams yay 20 quid 20 quid 20 quid 20 quid, 20 quid. um London. yeah the last time i saw them like i i opened the door and you know and just sort of like you're face to face with the dad and the dad's the best one because he he knows that they're annoying and so yeah. he's like he, he greeted me with i'm sorry to pain you brother uh do you want some knives like i have knives i'll be going then <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, yes. you, you, were you like you dressed as just as you saying yeah, I yeah, have yeah. knives is yeah. potentially yeah. terrifying. I, I was just trying to tell him I have knives, like, but yeah. it's just I have knives. I don't I want you knives. here. I'm paranoid. Look, thing is, I am paranoid about strangers coming to the house. Same, yeah. Right? That happened. It started happening three years ago. I don't know. I don't know particularly why that is. My house is very important to me. I do not. Yeah. I, I will reach stages where I can't, well, can't is a strong word. Yeah. Um, can't is a philosopher and can't is delicious. Um, <laughs> it's all right. It's this. I have in the past worked myself up without realizing to the point that I can no longer handle any new information of any stripe. And that can be from, I can't have someone walk into the room who I didn't expect to be in the room at that exact moment. Wow. Okay. And that can be, that can be someone who I see every day, you know, that can be like, no, no, blah, right. And then yet the thing is, this is all just in my personal life, right? Yeah. I, I, a lot of this is driven by the desire to, and ability to go to work, show up do the thing leave 
I don't cause trouble. I do cover venues with beans and bits of chicken occasionally. I'll, I'll stick around to clean up if you want me to, you know, yeah. all this. Yeah. I sell t-shirts. I love speaking to people. I love doing my shows. I love going and being a goddamn professional, but that'll be the most sane and in control I'll be. And then you're in the house just sort of like, fuck the mail, fuck, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. And that's not, that's not great. And that speaks to someone who isolates themselves accidentally, doesn't realize they're doing it and then gets too much into their own head and doesn't realize they're doing that either. No. And uh, yeah. Have you got a coping mechanism surrounding that? Have you got a way, are you saying that they're still happening now? So have you got any way that yeah, yeah, yeah. work I, around well, it? Well, well, <laughs> going, going batshit was a really good alarm call. It was, yeah. it was a shame that the alarm was also on fire and transparently <laughs> trying to explode. And the alarm included the phrase, fuck off so I can kill myself. Just, Right. repeated over and over, over. Yeah. Yeah, in a pretty pretty tragic and unpleasant way um yeah the the coping mechanism is mostly just recognizing it and yeah, yeah and that thing where i just didn't have a name for anything you know like what i had was i had a series of half remembered traumas and a series of and, and this, that's no casual use of the word, um, you know, just a series of like, well, that happened and I haven't really ever analyzed the effect of that on me in any way, you know, that, that sort of thing of, well, then we just kept going, you know, yeah. oh yeah, best friend's face blown off by a landmine. Well, you won't be stepping there again, will you dickhead? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are feelings, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Having a name to it and um, having the, the wake-up call of not not accepting uh, breaking down again is good. Yeah. You know, and knowing, knowing what that can do and how unpleasant that is. I've never, up until, up until maybe a couple of years ago, my body never successfully retained the memory of pain. Right. About anything didn't matter what it was i like it would be like no but i'm happy and if i'm if i feel happy then everything in the world is right everything must be right i'm happy everything everyone's happy you're sad now i can go and deal with that and i can become as sad as you are right and then when that's done you know like that that's fine yeah but then i wouldn't remember what it what it felt like for me to be sad and then i could be overwhelmed by any emotion like that like whoa completely yeah, fucking paralyzed means. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot. It, like, it really takes a lot for this to, to happen. But it goes to show you, right, to be that tightly wound meant a huge amount of stuff was going on, you know, yeah. and then just, right? And then it, yeah, then yeah. it comes out as, oh, dear, I, you know, oh, no, the male is here. And that's apparently too much. You're not the usual takeaway bloke. <laughs> you know, fuck you. Of course, the food is poison, you know. This yeah, yeah. But you're yeah. now that's not how it is now. You're no, no, no. through it. I, yeah, I still don't. I mean, I, I still, I don't like people coming around the house, but it's no one not, likes people coming around the house. No, no one likes it. No, no, <laughs> true. But it's not like <clears throat> it's not an excessive fear. No, you know, um, and yeah, like I get, I, I get days now where, as I said, you can have a name for it, but also just recognizing something. And I don't mean like, well, here's this thing and that's the label for it. 
more like going, oh, that's been there a while. I didn't know that's what that was. Mm, that's yes. something. Because yeah. you can be you can be aware of like, say when I say like half remember traumas, you can go, gee, that was bad. Well, we lived through it. Let's never consciously talk about it, but we lived through it. So I understand that. Then you mm. end up in something that's a bit like it. And that means that you're no longer in that moment, you know, the actual present. You're talking to a memory, yes. which is a very yes. common thing that people yeah. do. Not And doesn't help anybody. You know, like I've, I've had conversations with people where I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's that moment again, I'm really sorry. Whatever I've done that's reminded you of your father, right? Or, or whoever, whoever this is, whoever this idea of, of a guy is, right? That's literally not what I was saying. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're having a conversation with someone who I know is from a different part of the world to me. Yes. <laughs> with a totally different cultural outlook. You know, but that's yeah, yeah. It's just what we, it's what we do to each other as people. I mean, I've, I've definitely done that. I've you, done it. You have a, yeah. yeah, you have a conversation with somebody and like I'll, I'll form friendships with people because I'm like, ah, this person's exactly like this other person. Great. Mm. That means I never have to know them properly. Not really. They're like my other friend. I'll treat them like my other friend. Oh, it's like having a backup. This is great. You know? It's like having a backup is a great way of putting it. Yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever, new Tim. Whatever, new, yeah, good on you, new Tim. How's how's your wife? I'm not married. Shut up. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Back you up, are. Tim. Make a joke that reminds me of actual Tim. Come on. <laughs> um, God, I miss Tim. <laughs> yeah, God, I miss real Tim. Shut the fuck up, new Tim. Wear the scarf I got you. Tim would wear a scarf like that. Real Tim. Yeah. Don't you want to be real Tim, new Tim? You are secondary Tim and thus less, less Tim than original Tim. Oh, look, I lost a lot of, to be fair, the first time I used the phrase new name with somebody, I lost a lot of work at a comedy club when the guy running the bar, he was called, what was his name? Steve. Steve, and he was replaced by a guy called Craig. And I called Craig new Steve, right? <laughs> and I didn't realize that one, Craig has a very, very strong sense of identity. And okay. uh, two, was the booker. I didn't realize that. <laughs> my, <laughs> my work magically went away. Yeah, I was going to say, that was it, quick. That was quick. Well, it, it, it went away with original Steve. It original evaporated Steve. as fast as he had. So you were right. New Steve wasn't as good as old Steve. You were right. Terrible. You were right in that. Terrible. I mean, I can't speak to Craig. I'm not familiar with Craig, but new Steve as I knew him. New what Steve. an asshole. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> well, how dare you? How dare you not take the identity I'm forcing upon you? Shut yeah. the fuck up. It's not because it. I mean to look, if anyone's going, Oh, come on, John, it's just a fun nickname. I mean, it's clearly a small mistake. It's like, oh no. When I said it to him, I was so full of myself. I was literally like literally announcing, This is where you are in my mind. You are new face on that position behind the bar there. Don't worry about it. I'm being friendly, but also it's quite dismissive and I shouldn't have done it. No. You know, a real Yeah, but you, you recognize it in hindsight. That's that. And, and like you oh, say, everyone about rec recognizes things in hindsight. And when they don't, they end up feeble and old and confused. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. My, well, this, is, this is a very good segue. It's like the grandparents I don't talk to, to <laughs> sit around baffled, you know? Yeah. Why are we disliked? Well, well, it's because you were violently abusive with your children and weirdly intrusive with your grandchildren without becoming violent. Nevertheless, little, you know, little, 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 
just uh, just you know let, let's just leave that as as vague yeah. as needs be um you know and um you know and uh yeah we don't really talk to them i haven't spoken to those people in 25 years and no. um yeah they, they have no idea where i am or what i do but just gonna put something out there as a giveaway if you are physically and sexually abusive of your children and your two sons both kill themselves and uh you don't do some pretty strong fucking soul searching uh oh god what a living death you are you yeah. know yeah. yeah don't be surprised that, that someone cuts you off for that yeah don't don't be don't be baffled don't be baffled no. by that in any way you know like don't be baffled by the idea i've got google alerts on your names with the word obituary next to them you know and i'm <laughs> i'm waiting <laughs> and then the story comes out that's when the oh well well, we'll see. I, I highly, I highly doubt it. It's, it's just more, uh, it's, I've had to learn recently consciously of, of things, right. And, yeah. and, and about myself and about my own state, because I was always boosted in my family as being the one who wasn't mentally ill. I was eccentric. I was eccentric. And when I was a boy, I was emotionally excessive, but you know, I'm a 35 year old man. I'm not as in any way as sensitive as I was when I was a pubescent. You know what no. I mean? I just yeah. have a silly job. I, you know, I bloody provide, you know, for my family. I do all sorts of shit. We do charity work, you know, like I just happen to work in a particular business that, you know, looks and sounds foolish and strange and, and it should, but yeah. you know, I'm a yeah. fairly together person, but it's taken, took, the breakdown took all of that away from me. The sense of being a together person in any way or recognizing that idea that, that was, that was all gone. And, um, with my father's death that ossified for me for too long, the idea that I knew absolutely everything about mental health. I didn't know shit about mental health. I knew some medications he was on and that was it. And I yeah. was just, like I, I, with my little friends, like some of them were saying, I think I'm bipolar. And I'm like, do you mean a manic depressive? Right. Which of course <laughs> is the terminology from 20 years before. Yeah. Yeah. It, ludicrous. Absolutely yeah. ludicrous. And it took, um, yeah, it, 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 it just meant that I went, well, there are sick people and then there's me. And, uh, that fell into everything. I, ne I didn't realize I was ill ever, you know, like it seemed totally reasonable to me that I was going to try to kill myself. It seemed totally reasonable to me to feel suicidal, you know, yeah. over and over. It's only now that I can look back and go, well, actually, hang on. There's a very large number of times I felt suicidal without even realizing that's what it was, you know? Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a thing. I think that's a big thing as well. What you're saying there is a, a big thing because uh, it's something, it's very hard to recognize, especially as you say, if you've been brought up around mental health, but also with the media, I didn't realize it wasn't normal to wake up every morning thinking about killing yourself. I thought that was pretty, what everyone did, you know? You just, from the, the, the from everything that was coming in, every, no one likes being alive. That's the thing. And then, as you said, you identify it and it's suddenly it's easier to go and you realize that you can feel a different way. And it's, it's, it's honestly, there isn't enough awareness around this. You don't have mm. to feel like that. And that yeah. isn't standard. That's not what everyone yes. feels. That's. Yeah. Yeah. That, 
yeah, we'll we'll do that. However, however we you know however we feel, people normalize that, and they they yeah. can normalize that like everyone feels that way, which I've I've seen firsthand is a, is a way that people end up dead yes. doing that. Yeah, suicidal people going. Oh, I guess. It, oh, people have it much worse than me. People have it much worse than me. It's like, sure, whatever. No, it's not a scale of pain and suffering. No, you know, when people say you have to look after yourself, they're not just being nice. They're actually, <laughs> they're actually saying you need to maintain yourself. Yeah, you know, the the whole put the life jacket on yourself before assisting others is accurate. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. I mean, that that can sound incredibly selfish, and in practice, can be. Yeah. incredibly selfish but that's a, i mean that's a different conversation you can do that in a way that's good for you and doesn't necessarily harm other people like i've seen that as well it's like yeah this is what's good for me it's like oh cool was it specifically kicking that person in the teeth is that <laughs> is that the prescribed therapy there that yeah yeah it doesn't matter you're bleeding the point is i'm happy you know that's i think that's a that once people use that it's like they use mental health for being a, a dick when they're like oh i'm yeah, yeah. i'm not a dick i'm mentally ill and you're like uh, no, you, you can be both. I know because I have been both. So you can be both. <laughs> oh, same here. Yeah. Oh, look, I, absolutely. Absolutely. No. Same here. And the, um, on this, on this interview, I've been that both at the same time. I'm joking, buddy. I'm joking. Oh, you shit. made that face at me and you made that face and I was, I was just making a joke. I realized yeah, no, good. we were oh, a yeah. serious topic. Uh, now look, the, um, look, the, the shame that I feel, um, when I, okay. The shame you already feel if you ever feel like you've upset someone you didn't mean to, mm. right, is an, is an awful feeling. And the shame of looking back and going, well, on, on these occasions when I was manic, it was impossible for me to consider how other people felt. Yeah. That's a, an awful feeling. Like yeah. I've, yeah, I mean, my wife and I have spoken about this and, you know, and it, it's, it's a thing, you know, it's a thing we've both lived through, but like with her, cause she's, she's seen this happen with me a bunch of times and has always been there has always been very supportive, but it's like, it's like receiving. Okay. I remember everything, like everything usually. And, and that's, yeah, as, as long as I'm interacting with people that I care about, I remember everything. And then it's that thing where you have a conversation and they go, Oh no, you were gone for a while. You're like, what? And then they tell you these things and it's, you re you remember some of it. You don't remember the yeah. rest, yeah. No. you know, and it's, it's excruciating. And this is not, um, yeah. In, in case anyone's wondering what I'm talking about here, this isn't my wife saying, Oh God. And then at that point you stabbed the children. We used to have children. <laughs> They're dead now. Don't you remember John? Don't you remember? No, it, it's just her sort of going, no, you were, you were not well. And it was her way of helping explain to me, you, you are sick and you have yeah. been for a while. So that's something. And yeah, figuring it's good that, that she out. identified it. That's why people, I think that's one of the big mm. benefits to having, to keeping people around that, that recognize you and see you. I, well, I, yeah. I mean, recognize is an interesting, an interesting word. I mean, I don't, I recognize myself occasionally. Yeah. You know, like I, I recognize myself when I'm proud of my work and when other people are happy in a desire that I've, you know, and then, and then off the back of that, I can bask in that reflection and go, well, if they're this, then I must be this, you know, it's a nice thing to do, but also I must have some degree of, um, self image because I've committed to an image, 
You know, I throw <laughs> myself at it constantly. I'm always me. Yeah. I'm never, never not myself unless I've gone mad. And, and that's it. That's it. Then, but then I think that then you, you're uh, when you break that first time, it's always the worst thing that's ever happened. I've, I've, I've been there as well. And then afterwards, it can happen again in, but it's never as big as that first time yeah. because uh, I hope not. <laughs> you hope not. But I think well, that you, you do, but you, you do break again because you, 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 because you've already, mm. it already happens. And then, but you recognize how, you can put yourself back together a bit quicker. Yeah. And it does happen. Well, well, I don't know if that's your experience. No, so no, just... no. I'm agreeing with you. I, yeah. I agree with you entirely. And it's it's something that I deeply hoped. I mean, everything you're saying is what I deeply hoped during during my breakdown. Yeah. I didn't. I just didn't want to hear it from other people at the time. Like, <laughs> no. But you know, like I, there was a um, there was a mate of mine who went. So this is your rock bottom, and he was trying to go. No, it's good. And I was like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> right? Because. <laughs> everything's everything's going on and it, but it was that thing of going how dare you tell me it can't get worse what the fuck do you know right because yeah. because the other thing I, I was trying to tell someone this once is just it is possible to become addicted to grief because there's a huge amount of endorphins there and well no sorry adrenaline adrenaline mm. is the word yeah. i have never been so productive as when overwhelmed by a feeling i would recognize as grief right yeah. you get shit done your body metabolizes everything. It is impossible to put on weight. You like, I fucking hell, I've lost fucking muscle mass um, whilst out, um, whilst grieving, which all I, all I have on my body uh, is the fact that my arms will, upon one push up, balloon. You know, it's, it's very useful. It's very nice. It's a, it's a low cut. Yeah, well, they, oh yeah, they, there's no definition to them, but a little bit of size on a small bloke. Like, it's, it's sort of like, oh wow, good on you. Yeah, well done. A lot of little fucking Hercules, little He Man. You know, just pushes mine out. Pardon? It just pushes yeah. mine out. <laughs> yeah. Bigger nice. boobs. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, that's, well, that's it. Look at look at that man's arm titties. Amazing. Yeah, that's it. That's all it does. Yeah. You you, you pull a muscle. I get a, pimple, and... I get a pimple on them, and it just looks like I've got a very sensitive, you know, a cup. It's really nice. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, I've I'd, 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 no idea. But some you... some bullshit. No, no, but you're right about um, grief. Grief is addictive. It can, it yes. does speed up your body because it's fight or flight. It's, yes. It puts you in that. Well, yeah, that, that's it. So it was a, it was a thing where when he said, so this is your rock bottom, the part of me that was going, fuck you, wasn't just going, fuck you from emotional pain. It was going, how dare you try to cut off this excellent supply of yeah. just, you know, of being deeply fucking high and deeply yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is also <laughs> something I didn't know. I didn't realize. Because I don't necessarily have an addictive personality, except for the things that I happen to have, you know, over the course of years become dependent on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a discovery. You find that out. You know, when, when someone says to you, like, are you still, are you still taking that codeine after you've had, sur you know, after surgery, you were meant to stop taking that a week ago and you just glare at them like, fuck you. You know, it's that moment of like, ah, whoopsies, you know, like yeah, yeah, when I was yeah. walking, when I got prescribed Valium one time and I just walked around the house going, where the fuck's my Valium? You know, like that might <laughs> be a house. sign. That, yeah, exactly. <gasps> Maybe we don't need these things. Yeah. You know, and, and that becomes, yeah, it, I, I get, I can get like that. So I, it's not that I go, you know, it's not that I'm like, oh shit, you can't, can't be in the same house as it can't be in the presence of it. Right. Or any, or anything like that. But it is something that I, I do know. I do know that if I get ill, 
and I go to the pharmacist and like, can I have the good stuff? And they give you the good stuff, right? I have learned, oh, you feel better now. So that means we stop taking it, which is exactly what they told you. Yeah. You know, naughty, naughty. Follow the directions. Follow the directions. <laughs> Follow the doctor. Follow the That's doctor. That's right. No a little bit of morphine as a treat. You know, fuck off. Keep it you in know? the cupboard for Christmas. Keep it in the yeah. cupboard for Christmas. <laughs> well, keep it in the Look, you might break your leg again. Just do, you know. Just It's hard to get. Yeah. Keep it in the cupboard for next time. Well, yeah, okay, I mean, look. you don't throw it out, for fuck's sake. You, you might have another problem in the future. You might have another problem. You might, you, might, look, you need to pay rent sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm not suggesting. Sorry, I'm just everyone. I'm not suggesting you become a drug yes, dealer. Yes, you are. Nah, that's it. That's it. Gone. Everyone around the Chris's house. No, not again. Uh, yeah. Well, the um, look, I I know that I've done that thing in the house where you go, oh, got a headache, got a headache. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? That's a that's a pity. I wonder if there's any. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, don't have much of anything anymore. No, I don't feel anything. Other than no, other than I, stars and dreams, yeah, and yet and yet at the same time, right? As as much as as much as I had a, the occasional, well, yeah, very very few dalliances with opiates, um, mm -hmm. illegal drugs cannot do. Don't recommend it for anybody. Um, like ever once the um, yeah, God took acid twice. What a phenomenal waste of everyone's fucking time. Like if you've if you've seen a Terry Gilliam film or you've seen, um, and it doesn't have to be fear and loathing, just any of them. Yeah. And, and even then I'm only talking about, I'm talking about the camera framing more than the content. And if you've seen any like Jimi Hendrix album cover, you've seen everything acid can give you other than a sense that maybe God is watching you. And is that something you want, you know, <laughs> at all? No. Um, no. yeah, I saw, I had no religious revelations. I just ended up going, well, that was fun. And then spending the next three months going, I think my brain's damaged. This isn't <laughs> good. It's not worth it. It's yeah, not I worth keep, it. I keep thinking there are things hidden under other things. This is bad. That's hidden no under fun. other things. Was that well, actual... I tried, well, Yeah, well, it's like, um, I, sorry to catch you off. I, I, no. wrote, um, I wrote a bit which was just, it, it never worked. Of course it didn't because there's nothing worse than watching someone on acid fervently try to express themselves because they don't have access to the language centers. That's why hippies just repeat themselves in poetry. Right. You know, it, it, it's just like, if I just repeat this idea, just the, this one word over and over again, like a mantra, it'll become strong. It's like, no, it does nothing. It does nothing at all. It didn't mean anything the first time it means nothing now because you're not saying the powerful word in the sentence. You know, <laughs> you're, you're just shouting and, 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 and people are going, what? what and what <laughs> what what yeah it's like so yeah yeah acid's a, a little little waste of it oh yeah that was the, the, the bit that i wrote was um just it was just i'm walking down the street but kate blanchett's everything like right. she, she, i sat on a bench and it's kate blanchett and then <laughs> kate blanchett sat down next to me and she took off her head but it was kate blanchett right i just right. No, none of this okay none of this is what i saw when i was on acid what i saw yeah. on acid was my lounge room but it was a little harder to walk around you know <laughs> that that was it it was a yeah. waste of time but then you're left with this you know things under things which um 
Yeah, that was, I figured out Philip K. Dick uh, had started taking acid by reading one of his novels and going, yeah. So you're saying that um, all of reality has just been transplanted and put on top of uh, 78 AD Rome. Yes, I think I've spoken to that same bloke with long hair. Mm. <laughs> We're buying from the same place. That's... Yes, indeed. <laughs> I think he mixes it himself. Yeah. Oh, I, I always knew I was right not to want to lick stamps. What a waste of time. <laughs> we, it's just a waste of money. Uh, right, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, because I did promise that it would be a shorter one, and it has not been. Um, no. Let's know. Uh, it was. It's not your fault. It's beautiful. It's great to have you on. Um, we'll bef we'll wrap we'll wrap up after that. We'll wrap up with something, John. Through everything that you've gone through, through everything that you've experienced, and still do experience. I love that this is the end of this, and you you like a bearded dragon with your third eye. Um, what? Let, let's have some hope at the end. What advice would you give to someone going through terrible stuff? What would be the thing you'd say to them? Okay. Well, look. <clears throat> the, yeah, the first thing that you're going to need to do is you're going to need to seek help as obviously something horrible has happened. Um, the seeking of the help, you're already vulnerable. It's not going to make you any more vulnerable to go and get help. If the people around you aren't supportive, which is not a thing I've ever suffered from, but if the people around you aren't supportive, well, don't go to them. You need to go to a professional. That's, that's really what you need to do. If the system's fucking you around, which is horrible, unfortunately, you have to keep going through the system to get the thing. Do not stop pushing. You are in extreme agony. The world has now stopped for you, right? So that you are able to deal with that. Do not take no for an answer in any way. Push until you get the, you know, it's not necessarily the treatment necessarily that you want, but somebody who can talk to you can help calm you fucking down and then makes a sustainable system of treatment, right? If your GP genuinely turns to you and goes, well, shit, have a whack full of antidepressants and you don't feel comfortable with that, get a second opinion, right? This is the most valuable thing that you can do. Um, and yeah, it's that, it's that thing where if you're suicidal, you, you might think, oh, well, it's rational that I die, you know, and, and that's because, I mean, people have all of these examples of, oh, people would be better off without me or whatever, right? That never didn't, that didn't enter my fucking head. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't doing it to benefit other people. I just wanted to die and it made sense. And every time I feel like that, I just go, oh, well, you know, I'm just sitting there going, well, it would be reasonable now to just slash my wrists. And it's just a flatness. It's just a, yes, right. That's, oh, I've, I've made dinner and now I'll die. That sort of thing. You have to pick that and go, I'm ill. My brain is lying to me, right? Go seek, you know, I found uh, the part I found beneficial was just starting a sentence with hello, doctor, <laughs> being able to talk to <laughs> a doctor was yeah. very fucking useful. Um, yeah. And also try to get, um, Whatever, whatever the stress is, try to, you know, that's, that's helping cause this. Try to get not necessarily as far away from it as you can, but put whatever limits you, you require and however you require and, and see, you know, see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> Look after yourself, but you, you know, don't, don't shoot anyone. That's, no. that's the thing. Yeah. Be yeah. nice, but don't, but look after yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. What, whatever, nice. whatever's good, you know, so yeah. just set a, you know, yeah. It's okay to take time for yourself. 
that's it yes yes and and but yeah and that can mean more than just then i sat down and played video games like no you didn't take time for yourself you sat down and played video games yeah you got a you got a nice calming moment there but this is more of an active go and get this that can be a type of self-care there's so many wonderful ways of just and now i'm detaching from the outside world and this is helping me be less stressed <laughs> but if you're in extreme crisis for fuck's sake you know yeah you need to do something or, else yeah or go to therapy just go to therapy in general it's maintenance maintenance for you don't don't do something that isn't therapy and then go this is my therapy no it isn't <laughs> it's self-care <laughs> at best therapy's therapy <laughs> yeah that's it I, I for instance like chopping wood i don't know any more about myself while chopping wood in any way you know in fact when my brain moves and goes ah if only this block of wood if only this was my abusive grandfather's head ha 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 <laughs> cathartic not necessarily helpful <laughs> <laughs> that's a great thing that's a great thing to end on right go on, tell people where they can find you john that's fine tell, tell everyone uh, where you they can, can find, find you. me at uh, twitch.tv slash robotron r-o-b-b-o-t-r-o-n i'm on twitter at the same thing again r-o-b-b-o-t-r-o-n if you just google mr john robertson m-r-j-o-h-n robertson you will find me that was a lovely radio four way to say that i liked it uh thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you very much for joining me uh for this week's mental health bar john robertson um we'll be back next week uh, thank you very much for joining us here uh and thank you again john no See worries if i thought this through i would have had a third eye related prop oh oh i do fuck that's lucky isn't it there we go <laughs> right thank you very much john see you next week everyone <laughs>